Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Yes, it's gone. It's uh, 4 or 5 uh, Central African time. Uh, let's start off with the ayat from the Noble Quran. So glory to Allah when you enter the night and when you enter the morning. Surah 30, verse 17. You alone we worship and you we ask for help. Surah 1 verse 4. Yeah, that's the name of the program. Uh, Tobela in the board. And Alhamdulillah, yes, he got me up. He got me up. Uh, I was up this morning, then went back to sleep. And uh, there was Tabela giving me a wake-up call at... Uh, or what was it, 3.50, and Alhamdulillah, here we are there to serve the Ummah this morning, and Alhamdulillah also Mufti A.K. Hussain got in touch with me last night, and, uh, you know, he said, oh, Alan Wasad and Shafat, it would be good to have you on the morning show. So Alhamdulillah, here we are, and hope hopefully that uh, most of us, yeah, have uh, been in Yabadat in this beautiful month of Hajj, and, you know, talking about Muzdalifa, going to Mina, talking about the Qurbani, many will be stopping today. So, Alhamdulillah, it's an exciting day. There's a tension in the air, tension of spirituality. And that is what uh, we like. Uh, let's welcome a pious and sagacious ummah with a hearty assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Looking forward to your SMSs. And, inshallah, you can keep us buoyant with it. And uh, remember, our the number, our SMS number is uh, 084-786-3132, 084- 786-3132. We'll take them, we'll read them, and inshallah, in between, we'll be garnishing the show with a lots of spirituality with the guests coming in. We'll be having Molana Dawood Fikra, uh, joined by uh, Sheikh Ma'ida, and Alhamdulillah, I wonder who we've got there. Is it uh, Molana Dawood Fikra? Has he been Sheikh uh, Shoaib? Uh, I'm wondering who's been who there. Let's see. Uh, Molana Dawood Fikra, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me how you're doing this uh, fine, beautiful uh, morning. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shafad Khan, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you and bless all the listeners of Marqazi Sahaba. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, we are doing well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has wake us up, you know, after we are sitting. All praise due to mighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the creator of universe. I tell you, Maulana, absolutely, when you get up, this is a time when your spiritual clock is uh, ticking. This is a time when the spiritual clock or the spiritual side of the body needs that spiritual food. And if you, you know, sometimes when you go to the marketplace and you look for the freshest fruit, you want the best tomatoes, you want the best onions, you want the best uh, of everything. And when do you go? You know, our elders used to go to the market early in the morning. The buyers go to the market Early in the morning. Why do they go to Sheikh Fikra? Uh, uh, the Mulana Dawood Fikra is because they want the best. And so if yeah, you want the yeah, best exactly. in the spirituality, what do you do? You get up early in the morning. And mashallah, I know you're going to have a very busy schedule this morning. You're going to, inshallah, be also performing uh, the Eidgah or the Eid Salah in the, the Bluff Masjid. That has a history. You know, you're a morning type of person. You look like that person, you know, that is in the field, but you get up in the morning. Tell us a little more about that spirituality of getting up early in the morning and perhaps getting the best spirituality. Molana Dawood Fikra. Alhamdulillah, you know, Shafat, to get up early in the morning, first you need to sleep early before 
9 o'clock or 10 o'clock because your body needs to rest enough. But once you sleep late, most probably you're going to wake up also late. But once you wake up early in the morning, now the barakah, the barakah of your life is in the morning. When you wake up in the morning, now all the barakah now starts with you. So it is very, very important when a person wakes up early in the morning and thereafter he starts his day. And look at the most amazing, when you woke up, when you just open your eyes, what do you say? You say, Alhamdulillahilladhi ahayana ba'dama amatana walayhi nushur. Face you open by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who granted us life after death which means we were dead, the time was sleeping. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought back the life to us. You know, if I have to quote, you know, something via that, I remember this ayah where Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِنْ آيَاتِهِ مَنَامُكُمْ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ وَابْتِغَاءُكُمْ مِنْ فَضْلِهِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمٍ يَسْمَعُونَ Among the signs, and the qudra, and the power, and the jalal of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is your sleeping at night and also at day. Immediately after that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَابْتِغَاءُكُمْ And you are seeking of his ni'ma, bounty, risk, sustainer. And Allah says, إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتٍ لِقَوْمِ Isma'un, this is the ayat, the verses from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to those who listen to him. Now, when a person sleeps, Allah says sleeping is part of his signs and his qudra. Why? What happens actually when a person sleeps? And what is the connection between a person when he sleeps and a person wakes up, and he makes the dua that he was dead, and Allah brought him back. This is uh, This is the sleeping is the brother of death. In the mouth, in the tafsir to be honest, in the mouth, when a person dies, immediately the soul and the body disconnect. Now, in arwah al-ahya, iza namu tajtamiyu ma arwah al-amwat. You see, the souls of those who are still alive, when they are sleeping, their souls, they meet together with those people who have passed on. فَإِذَا أَرَادَتِ الرُّجُوعِ إِلَى الْأَجِسَادِ أَمْسَكَ اللَّهُ أَرْوَاحَ الْأَمْوَاتِ وَأَرْثَ الْأَرْوَاحَ الْأَحْيَاءِ Now, when, when you want to wake up now, in the time of waking up, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala holds back those souls that have passed on, then Allah leaves those souls of those people that are still alive, and the souls goes back into their bodies. Now when the, the souls goes back is where a person opens up his eyes and he walks up. And what does the person say in the beginning? Alhamdulillah. Oh, praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, alladhi ahyana, the one that gave us again life, ba'dama amatana, after he gave us birth, wa ilayhi nishur, and to him will be resurrected. Now when you woke up, the first thing that you have to do, you have to look, what is the salah next to you, and that is a fajr, 
and that's where you show your mm. appreciation. And once you woke up for Fajr, then the day has opened up with Baraka. You become active and you are going out because we have connected already with the Creator and you have connected already with the one that will give you the rosy of the day. Once you do that, you find all the Baraka open for you during the day. Oh. It's absolutely brilliant. And you know, my favorite ayat in the Noble Quran is Fa Subhanallahi Hinna Tumsuna wa Hinna Tusbihun. You know, so glory to Allah when you enter the night and when you enter the morning, Surah 30, verse 17. And the others are, you know, ayat of the. You alone we worship, you alone we ask for help. Before we go for for the break, we got about a minute and a half for a Nasheed break. Uh, you know, your comment on that, these ayat really, they inspire me. And you know, whatever you want to read, whatever dua you want to make, the ayat of the Noble Quran, they there for you, Molana um, Dawud Tikra. And I wonder how many of us do look into the Quran and, you know, by heart these ayats uh, just to keep us buoyant uh, throughout the day. Hey, subhanAllah. You know, Quran is everything. And uh, Quran is a guidance. And Quran is a cure. In the Quran, when you feel anxiety, stress, depressed, you find in the Quran. You know the verse where Shafari have quoted, Only to you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I worship. And only to you, I ask for help. So that means that, you know, you have relied to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to such an extent that you know that Allah, you only the one that I worship. And after I worship, I only, only you, I ask. So it means it is better for us after Ibadah immediately, we need to keep in our du'as because once you worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you have surrendered yourself to him, then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And most of the time, we only ask Allah and we don't surrender ourselves. And we look at why our du'as are not getting accepted. But once you surrender yourself immediately, then you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then you're going to see absolutely the help from Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala coming to you. That verse, that ayah, it is a very, very powerful ayah from Surah Al-Fatiha where every time we read in our salah to show that indeed it's only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we worship and it's only the one that we ask for the help and the help Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to us inshallah. Uh, yes, Bolana uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really has blessed you. You're resonating brilliant, uh, brilliantly this morning because you're the morning man and someone that I embrace and celebrate also. Let's go for a Nasheed break and inshallah we will continue after that. WhatsApp us on 19 Central African time in conversation with Mawlana Dawood Fikra. Alhamdulillah, you know, when you look at us and you look at uh, what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has done to us, He's chosen us as His finest creation. It is said in an anecdote that the creation, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's ambassadors on this, uh, on this earth, we are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's vicegerents on this earth, we are Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's representation on this earth. And from all His creation, we are given the faculty of thinking, we are given akal, we are given the power to discern between good and evil 
whereas all the other creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they react, they react to an instinct. And, you know, Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us as an insan, pure and favored, uh, favored us with uh, wisdom and, as I said, intelligence, uh, that is hikmah. And hikmah is uh, the greatest of all. Uh, he created uh, the angels so, to watch over us and all the time recording any changes in our thinking and our behavior. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will never change the condition of a people who are not willing to change uh, themselves within the hearts and from the depths of their souls. Now, you know, Sheikh Dawood, uh, Monana Dawood Fikra is someone that goes up, he, he talks to youngsters, and, you know, this country is captured, uh, Monana Dawood Fikra, is captured by alcohol, with drugs, hunger, uh, and all these other things, and you are there in the field talking to these young people, and many of you, uh, of them may be looking at you and they're shaking their head. No, 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 no. You can talk about everything, but don't pick up uh, on our our alcohol and don't uh, pick on our drugs because this is uh, what gives us solace. Uh, you know, although they could be Christians, but how do you tackle such issues, uh, Molana Dawitikra? When you see the youth are virtually wasting their lives away, Molana. Alhamdulillah, Shafat. Indeed, it is a good question. First of all, we need to understand the approach. Uh, this is approach people according to their level. Now, when you go out and you understand that these boys here, they are drugged, and these boys, they are in alcohol and all of it. So if you go with the wrong approach, then they'll never listen to you, and they'll feel like you want to attack them, and they will stand in defense themselves. But once you approach them in a very, very good world, they will sit down and they'll listen to you. That's why they say they need to approach people according to their level. Now when you go out in the street and you find these youngsters that they are lost and they are drinking, there might be the reason behind it, because no one just woke up that I'm going to take drugs. No one just woke up that I'm going to drink. No one just get up and say I'm going to look for hunger and I'm going to smoke hunger. But it's only because of the history that comes before that or either some of the problems that went about. So you sit down with them. The best thing that you can do if you present something around them, like you present the food and you want to talk to them, first because once you present the food, you draw the attention towards to you, then immediately then you have a time to talk to them. Uh, give them an example and says, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us this brain. And this brain here is a brain that we think what is good and what is bad. And once a person takes drugs, then he's abusing the brain not to think properly, not to think straight. And then you're going to attack somebody else and you're going to steal and you're going to behave like an animal and you're abusing yourself. And this life and this body, it is a mana. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us as an amana. It doesn't belong to us. We will be asked on the day of judgment, how did you look after your body? Now when we go out on the street and we go in the location, the first thing that we host um, a gathering, we bring them all together. And we say, we never come to attack anyone, and we never come to look down upon anyone, but we come to try to help one another. So first of all, the first thing that we have to say is, ask them, that, tell me, what is the, your history? 
What led it to you for drugs? Then you find a youngster will be open up and he will be talking about his history, what went wrong in his life. And amazing Shafat, wallah, if you go out, wallah, you see your heart will be broken, tears will be coming out. It's a sad moment when you see most of them, they can read Kalima, Allahu Akbar. And some of them, they can read even so as part in front of you. And I met a youngster, subhanallah, that youngster, he can actually read Quran better than me with the Jewish. Allah Akbar. I was so amazing to see this youngster. I asked him, I said, what went wrong with you? He says, you know, once upon a time I, I met up with a company and I'm coming from the broken home. Uh, I lost my mother. Other one, he says, no, my father actually left me. I left and I went out and uh, immediately the, the whole life turned around. Then after that, we ended up in the street. And now slowly by slowly, we're trying to bring them back, you know, via the Quran and advise our master Nabi Kareem Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam now when you go out you have to know that you are an instrument you doesn't have the guidance within you the guidance comes from almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah is using you as an instrument to guide people so you need to take yourself and protect um, you need to surrender yourself you need to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Allah indeed I'm going out, open my tongue, open my heart, whatever comes out from my heart, it has to be beneficial and has to touch the people's heart. And once you give the lecture, let that lecture touch the heart of people. As I always I always say that I mean that that doesn't have anything, cannot give anything. If you don't have hidayah in your heart, you cannot give a hidayah. And if you don't have a concern, you never apart the concern with someone else. But once you go out in your heart, there's worry and a concern. That worry and concern, it will be coming from your heart. And once you're giving the talk, or you're giving the lecture, or giving a nasiha or advice, that will be coming from your heart, going to another heart. So you are taking what is inside of your heart and you are giving out what you do somebody else. Immediately you're going to see your dog will have value. The people listen to you. Slowly by slowly, you see you winning the youngsters. Actually, Shafat, you know, I say to, I, to say, I, I always say that indeed the future of tomorrow is the youth of today. So we need to concentrate so much about the youth and we need to pay so much of, uh, so much of time. You know, if the youth of today are like this, and the worry is what will be the future of tomorrow. Every day we say the crime is high. Every day we say this is what the boys are doing. But have we ever thought that why are they doing that? And what's the way to go forward and meet them? You find some distance in the morning that says, you know, I'm going out and I'm going to rob somebody. Why? Because a man slept with hunger and he never eat anything. There's no way he can find uh, food. Besides, his mind is telling him that I must go and rob somebody. So once you feed such a person, you talk to such a person, slowly by slowly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives him hidayah. And when you see people are going to protest and they're going to break and rob other people, it's all because there is frustration behind it and you need to talk to them. Some they don't need food, some they don't need anything. 
They just need someone to talk to them. And we are here at the Dali to go out and talk to people. And the real work is when you are in the ground, you are meeting with people, you are mixing yourself with different people from different culture and from different understanding. And you are trying yourself to bring all the people together. That is the real dawah. Our Master Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised Hazrat Ali Yukarram Allahu Wajahul Kareem and he says, Ya Ali, indeed, if Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has to guide one person, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam advised, he never said 10 people, never said 20 people, but he said even one person is better for you than a hundred red camels. Why? Because that Hidayah to lean from one Hidayah to another Hidayah, if he's a man, his children also will lead to them. And if he's a woman, as our children also will become Muslims. Then the generation will become generation after generation, and that we call Sadaqatul Jariyah. Tomorrow when you die, Tomorrow, when you close your eyes, you'll be inside the grave. There will be a lot of sawab coming to you. You'll be saying to Allah, Anna hadha, ya Allah, where is this coming from? Allah will say, indeed, this is the good work that you have done. You taught somebody the salah, and it means reading salah. One reward is coming to you. Another reward is going to him. You taught him Quran. Every letter is reading. One reward is going to him. Other reward is going to you. And every time that you bring someone to Islam, every good deed which he does, one reward comes to you, and another reward goes to him. And this is a real dawa, and this is a duty, and a manner which is in the shoulder of each and everyone. I leave you with a very, very attaching hadith. Kullukum ra'in wa kullukum mas'oolun an ra'iyyatihi. Each and every one of you, you are a shepherd. And he said that you would be answerable with your responsibility and look at the words and the hikmah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَمَا يَنْتِقَ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْيِ يُوحَىٰ He says, كُلُّكُمْ رَاعِينَ Each and every one of you, you are a shepherd. He never say each and every one of you, you are alim. Each and every one of you, you are in the standard. But he says a shepherd. Who is a shepherd? Is a man that is looking after the sheep. A man that doesn't worry about his salary. A man that takes a risk. He goes out in the jungle and around him is only animals. He knows that the lion can come. It will attack him, it will attack the animals, but his worry and the concern is to protect those animals, even his wages is less, even he doesn't have even shelter, but his concern is to protect all the animals. So we are the shepherds. We're not worried about how much we're going to earn. We're not worried about how much this man will pay me, but indeed you know the reason. Work is to protect the entire ummah, and the best reward is that will come on top. For Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, may Allah azza wa jalla grant us tawfiq. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us this work of dawah to each and everyone that we go out, we invite. Shafat, indeed, it was very, very touching question that you given to me. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you. You are doing a fantastic work everywhere you go. I hear your voice in different platforms. Allah has given you this opportunity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue inspiring people. And may Allah reward you. You don't know how many people are listening to you, and you don't know how many people are getting hidayah by your talk. And the day of Qiyamah, you see a lot of road coming. 
Almighty for Almighty Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala to grant us ikhlas sincerity for every work that we do inshallah barakallahu feekum i'd like to excuse myself shafat and to all the listeners yes. of markaz sahaba shukran jazeera for inviting me once again on the platform of markaz sahaba may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward all the entire team and those who are behind it and the listeners as well shukran assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Walaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I can tell you, young Ali, beautiful young man, and someone that embrace and celebrate. Mashallah, already resonated on the morning program, giving us a lots of a beautiful ayat from the you know Quran, also talking about the, the hadith. And alhamdulillah, as he says, you know, life is. Uh, he spoke about death. He says that death is a twin sister of sleep. When you sleep, your soul goes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you get up, it's only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that decides, you know, you're going to get up, you're going to have a second innings. And alhamdulillah, also talking about how you talk to the youth with the hikmah, with the promise, and you know, you have to be understanding towards the circumstances. Allah blessed uh, Molana Dawud Fikra. I know he's going to uh, be uh, rushing off uh, to the uh, masjid there in, uh, in, in Bluff. So inshallah, uh, Allah give him success uh, both in the dunya and akhirah also. Time for us to go for a break.